Have you ever thought there has to be more to it? More to discovering our world, its opportunities, and its cultural diversity? Well, we have. Together, my friends and I, we want to invite you on a journey without moving one finger. All we ask is just open your mind, that's all. So get ready because your world is about to change. Literally. This is Multiculti Podcast with me, Karolina Kozieracki. Hi everyone, today I am here with Makai. He is honestly from all over the place, so we are in for a story time and some great first-hand knowledge of traditions, norms, and celebrations from three different continents. But I will not spoil it just yet. You will have to wait, listen, and see, well, hear for yourself. So let's go, I'm super excited. Hi Makai, how are you? Well, I'm pretty nervous, you know, this is like the biggest oh, podcast on Spotify. thank you, thank you for that, hopefully it will be. <laughs> Well, you know what I have to tell you? I thought I knew you before, but turns out there are many secrets, so we're going to discover some of those. <laughs> so let's, ju- let's jump right into it. So walk me through it. How did it all begin? Because I know you're from all over the place. So where do we start? Okay, so we start with me being two years old. Um, my dad gets a job opportunity, and we move all the way to uh, this place in India called Chennai. And I lived there for about 10 years of my life. So like all my earliest memories are from there. I have a bunch of friends that are from there and that are from all over the world. Um, and then after that, and while we were there, we actually had a chance to like go all over Asia, um, you know, places in India, places outside of India, like Sri Lanka, Bali, all that. But then after that, we came here. But yeah, that's pretty much um, just my background. And my mom is from Jamaica and my dad's from Ghana. So I consider myself like almost like 50% Indian, you know, and the rest Ghanaian, Jamaican, and All Canadian. Right, that's so yeah. A lot. That's amazing. That's exactly what we're here for. So let's start from the very beginning. Is there anything you remember still from the time? Well, you were very little, but is there anything you I know? I do not remember anything. Like I said, my earliest memories were all in India. So I don't even remember living anywhere else. All right. So you arrived else. in India. What were your first experiences? Well, well first it was, well, the main thing I remember, it was very hot. Um, we didn't have a winter. Like when I moved here and I saw snow, I was so amazed. Um, it was like 40 degrees Celsius like all the time. Um, the schools were super different. Um, I went to a Montessori school uh, in the earliest years. And, you know, their, their whole way of teaching is different. It's a lot more disciplined. Um, and then I moved to the American school, which I went from grade um, one to grade seven about. And the coolest thing, it's like the American school was like an international school in Chennai. So basically people from all over the world moved to Chennai and they send their kids to this school. So I met um, people from all over the world. You know, I have a friend in Peru. I have a friend in Australia. Um, I have a friend in Brazil. And, you know, it was really diverse environment. And I, I met a lot of people. Um, and I am also scared of cows now because of Chennai. Yeah, that's very Question interesting. Why? because. Um, what? Okay, okay, okay. So, um, you know that um, it's kind of like almost like a sin, um, and it was a sin in Chennai to eat cows. So there was a lot of cows basically everywhere. So I'd be walking my dog. My my dog's name is Razzy. We got her in Chennai, and um, for some reason, my dog, I don't know if she kind of you know disturbed this cow, but this cow got really mad and he kind of jumped out at me and my dog, and I don't know if it was chasing me, but I ran for about five minutes. 
and to this day, I'm, I'm still kind of anxious about cows, but don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> All right. So that's a big thing that you got from there. What else? Tell me more about the educational system. Okay. So wait, in, in like middle school or even before that? Uh, let's start with middle school, maybe. Or whichever one is the okay, most interesting so in middle to you. School, okay. So, well, the main thing that stuck with me is that they really pay attention to kind of the maths and the sciences. I mean, they had so many just, just quizzes and tests every day on those things. And then when I moved to the American school, it was a more, you know, American uh, style of education. So it, that was more kind of like what I had here. Mm-hmm. And what about the people there? Is there any uh, any way of living that they have? Any Anything that bands them all together? Uh, like the natives in mm-hmm. Chennai? Well, um, I actually got really close with them. I had um, our gardener's name was Shaker. And his family and, you know, they all lived like right next to us. So we were neighbors with them. And, you know, they were really nice people. And I remember I used to play cricket with his kids. We used to just go outside. Uh, we used to all be barefoot and we used to just play cricket for hours and hours. Um, we used to have like, little I don't know even what it was. It was like a bunch of chickens. We had like a chicken farm and we'd all we'd go out and we'd catch crickets and we'd feed them to these chickens. And that's how I actually learned a lot of Tamil because I was talking with Um, his kids all the time and I learned the language actually pretty quick but I forgot it all now but yeah it was just an enriching experience overall and our driver our driver was also from there his name was Raja he was one of the coolest guys I ever met like I told my mom and dad like I want to be a driver when I grew up and they're like no trust me you don't but yeah well it sounds like a wild experience experiences you have many stories so is there anything that you miss from there now as you're in Canada <sighs> I mean there's a lot the food I mean, the biggest thing when I came here was Tim Hortons. Like, the food there was just so awesome. Um, it's just, there's so many different, uh, so much different variety. Um, the music, the people, you know, the weather. Mm-hmm. I just miss, I kind of miss all of it. Yeah. So now when you're in a different continent, do you do you and your family continue on cultivating some of those traditions or, or something from that place? Yes. You know, my mom kind of while we were there, she learned how to make a lot of the food there. So, you know, on Friday nights, we have uh, we have dosa, which is kind of like this uh, long, like, I don't even know how you make it. You think you may use rice and it's this long piece of food that you eat with us uh, with you with sambar. And so we have all kinds of different foods um, in our house. And we also brought a lot of like art from India. You know, it's all around our house. And yeah, I think that's the main things that we brought with us along with a lot of memories. All right, so yeah. you know a lot about that part of the world. Is there anything that you would want others to know? Because for sure there's like many stereotypes, right? But is there anything that you found surprising that something was extremely far, far from the truth? Okay, that is actually something I would like to talk about because the main stereotype about like India, not only India, just third world countries in general, is that, you know, it's just poor, like people live on the side of the streets, There's no like modern buildings or anything. And my experience was not like that. I mean, I grew up there, so it was the only thing that I know. But now looking back on it, I mean, sure, like like everywhere, there's places where people are more affluent and there's people places where people are not doing as well. You see that in North America, you see that all around the world. And in India, I lived in a place that usually people were doing better and there was places that people weren't doing as well, just like um, all over the world. So I'd like to say that India is not, you know, what many people think it's like. In places like Mumbai, there's, there's um, one of the richest people in India. He's in Mumbai, and he lives in this huge mansion. 
but you know, right outside his window, there's people that are struggling. Mm -hmm. So that's not the best example, but that kind of shows how, you know, there's people that are doing well and there's people that are doing too well. So the stereotype of, you know, India is certainly not very true. So would you say that it's just as diverse as every single country like in the world? I mean, I can't really say that because I haven't been to every single country in the world, but it's certainly very diverse and it's it's just a wonderful All place. Right, amazing. And how do you feel about the cultural mix of yours? Well, I, I actually feel really bad about it because... You know, since I lived in India all my life, I've only been to Jamaica. I've been to Jamaica a lot of times, like five, six times. But I've only been to Ghana once. I've only traveled to Ghana once because I wasn't born there. So I've only been there once. So I feel like I have a lot to discover about myself. But I feel like what has happened in the in the past years of my life, I, I really enjoy it. And I wouldn't trade it for anything wow, else. Wow, that sounds amazing. So I want to jump back into Jamaica and like what's what's been happening in Africa because the I will tell you the truth the only thing that pops up in my mind when I hear Jamaica is like the reggae music is that the correct connection <laughs> I mean yeah we're obviously we're famous for our reggae music that's how we're kind of internationally known but um and yeah in Jamaica even like the natives we love we love Bob Marley we love Ziggy Marley we love reggae music but um we also love the food there we also love the dancing there we have a lot of traditions there Um, so reggae is certainly like our big thing, uh, but there's there's a lot of other okay, stuff too. Okay, then talk to me about those traditions that you like most over there. Okay, so in one of the times I went there, um, we went to a wedding, and they actually performed a kumina dance. I don't know if I'm saying that right, um, but it's basically where you have all these um, beautiful people dressed up in you know vibrant vibrant clothes, and they they kind of like sing and dance and there's chants. And there's actually this really cool thing called hypnotic drumming. And it's it's said to like be able to almost like put you to sleep. And I don't remember it that well, but um, but the music was honestly great. Like the music in Jamaica is the best music you're gonna find worldwide. I, wow, I assure that. that's amazing. Um, and another thing I, I'm wondering about, what about like religions from all those places? Have you discovered something, something new? Okay, my mom was telling me the other day, and a lot of like, you know, reggae and a lot of the reggae songs they sing about this place called Mount Zion. And apparently Mount Zion is this really like mystical place in Jamaica, but I don't really know that much about it, but I just find, found that interesting. All right. yeah. And one last thing. So you have lived on those three different continents, experienced diversity, differences between people and their traditions, environments. How do you think that changed you? And in what ways? Gosh, that's a big <laughs> question. Well, you know, I, I read this quote in the book and it, it was, you know, always remember where you came from. And like when I read it, I was so confused. Like, what does this mean? You know, I, I was born here. I come from my mother. But I realized it means like don't stray too far from who you really are and what experience has shaped who you are. And like, remember that book we read in English class? I'm in Malou's book mm -hmm. about identity. He kind of talks about how you're like, right? He kind of talks like how your identity is um, comprised of all these different things that you experienced throughout your life. And I feel like um, me, you know, all the times I had in India, all the times I had in Jamaica, you know, all the fun times I had in Ghana, you know, when I, when I hiked in Nepal or canoed in Kerala or when I went surfing in Bali, each, you know, one of those activities and those experiences, you know, shape who I am now. And like, even though I live in Windsor and I, I don't talk to a lot of people about this, my best friend like a year ago was like, what? You lived in India? I never knew this because I don't really open up about this. So you guys are extremely lucky. But yeah, I just want to say that those experiences definitely shaped who I am. And even though I'm kind of shy nowadays, 
um, there's a lot to unlock if you know if you look behind the surface of my life. So what so, can yeah. you teach? Do you think there is something that you can teach the world from all your experiences just put together? I mean, especially now when we we're in the time of like, you know, with everything that's happening in the states, I feel like people are kind of afraid to be a, a, accepting other cultures. But I just want to say that diversity is one of the best things that can happen to this world and never be, you know, never be afraid of someone who's from a different culture than you are, because there's certainly a lot to learn and learning about other cultures will make you learn about yourself as well. That is beautifully said. Well, you heard it. There is nothing better than discovering the world and getting to know all the amazing people around it. Because I think that these differences between us, as Makai said, Uh, which may sometimes lead to judgments and misunderstandings when accepted and treated with compassion, they are what makes life so much more interesting. Well, think about it, right? How boring would it be if everyone thought, acted, and wanted the same things? Well, you heard it. There is nothing better than discovering the world and getting to know all the amazing people in it. Because, as Makai said, I also think that these differences between us, although they sometimes may lead to judgments or misunderstandings, when accepted and treated with compassion, they are what makes life so much more interesting. Well, think about it. How boring would it be if everyone thought, acted and wanted the same things? So I ask you, get to know the people around you and celebrate all the small differences which make each one of us special. Thank you so much for tuning in and we would love for you to join us on our Instagram page at multiculti.podcast so that you can get reminders, inspiring content and some backstage footage as well as join our giveaways which are coming up. Hope you learned something today that made your day a little bit better. I will see you next time.